Good morning and welcome to a true Sunday conversation. Um, we got the uh, the boys here, Aaron and myself, and we got our proud sponsors down in Texas, Loyalty Liquors, and uh, Happy Easter. Happy Easter. <laughs> Happy Zombie Jesus Day, as I like to say to my dad every year, fucking pisses him off every year. Gets him going. You know, people kind of forget the Bible is really the first zombie book ever written between Lazarus and Jesus. They had zombies coming back left and right in the Bible. Aaron, I, I really, I can't say I, I know a whole lot of what's going on in the Bible, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean. I was studying playbooks, bro. Yeah. Well, I was, what, what was your, what was your buddy's name <laughs> that lived on Merline road? Uh, is it Derek Schrader? Yeah. Schrager. 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 That's what it was. So his mom was my confirmation teacher. And oh, okay. so like for confirmation, I may have told this story last year, but I'll tell it again for confirmation. You had to do like, they had like whatever, five different categories and you had to get credit for a certain amount of activities in each category to like go through, like graduate to get confirmed for two years. It was a two-year process. So because like confirmation season was during hockey season in high school, I would just slack way the fuck off, get way the fuck behind everybody else, and then like have to scramble towards the end of you know the confirmation year to like make it all up. And so Holy Week, Easter week, the masses were all worth like double credit. And so my dad used to go, my dad and I used to go to mass during Holy Week on Holy Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, Easter Sunday, four days in a row. And like, I forget which one of them, but one of them is long as fuck. Like, I think it's Good Friday mass is like a two and a half hour. It's long as shit. And I used to just sit there. And the two years I had to do it, I sat there and, you know, all the pews have Bibles in them. And I would start at the beginning at the book of Genesis and see how far I could read into the Bible during fucking Easter or Holy Week mass. It's called the Holy Week miracle because it would get me right caught up every year. It was the worst thing you'd spend uh, probably about seven hours in mass over the course of four days, like pretty pretty sure yeah. oh, i know a little bit about the bible well that's good that's good that means that that's you know, not real what's the point the, right whatever what's we don't need to go there whatever um anyway <laughs> <laughs> um how was your week man uh big big week benny your your boy bought a car your boy bought a car this week uh, we're doing lots of things lately getting girlfriends getting cars <laughs> fuck shit. we're just fucking listening to too many rap songs uh, <laughs> i uh so so i bought myself a, a 2019 uh jetta i i went and test drove a few cars last weekend found one that i liked and you know so i went and picked it up on wednesday and of course, Ben, because nothing in my life can just go super smooth. No problem. Oh, you can't ever. say that. Okay. You can't say that. You're right. Because there's been a lot of great things in my life that have gone super smooth. You're right. But this, this situation 
was just unbelievable. So I'll tell the story and you know, you know, bits of it. Well, you know, most of it. So I, uh, I told the guy at the dealership, I'd be at the dealership at eight, uh, excuse me, nine o'clock, right. When they opened. Cause he was like, it's my day off. I have a, second- oh, what this was which day Wednesday. So he's like, I have a second job. I don't usually work on Wednesdays, but like, if you can get here first thing in the morning, like everything should be fine. I'm like, okay, no problem. I can be there at night. And that's great for me too, because then I can just fill the paperwork and go to work. So I get an Uber at eight 30. My bank opens at eight 30. So I call an Uber at eight 30. I put in both stops. I put in the bank first. Cause I got to go get a bank check for the down payment. And then uh, I put in a second stop at the dealership, obviously. So we get to the bank. It's older dude. I think he was Turkish. I think I saw in his little profile thing that he spoke Turkish. And uh, we get there and I go to get out of the car and I say to him, I'm like, hey, man, I just got to run and grab bank check real quick. I'll be right back. It's fine. Get out, go in. I'm talking to the teller. He's telling me a story about how he totaled his last car. I'm like, all right, right on, you know, so like five, six, seven minutes goes by. He's printing the bank check. My phone is on the counter in front of me. And I see that my driver has stopped the ride because, you know, on Uber, it says like, you know, rate your ride with such and such when it's over. So I turn around and sure enough, this motherfucker's driving off, which would be weird and, you know, not really that big a deal, except that I had put all my work stuff in a backpack and left it on his back seat. So now this dude's driving away with my work iPad, my portfolio, my, you know, I had gym clothes in there. I was going to go to the gym after work. This dude drives off. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. So I go out of the bank. I call, I go on Uber's app. Uber like has a, 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 a thing where you can contact your driver for a lost item or whatever. And so I'm trying to do it and it's just not connecting me to him. It keeps saying like, you know, oh, it'll be, you'll get a phone call shortly. You'll be connected to your driver and just over and over again, it's not working. So I have to call Uber, which is, you know, not, it's not easy to get somebody on the phone. I end up calling their like, uh, you know, my driver is murdering me hotline to get somebody on the phone. And uh, so I get somebody on the phone explain the situation, explain what happened. They're like, okay, we're, we'll contact your driver, you know, stay on hold. So, you know, I'm on hold for a couple of minutes. They call me back or they, you know, come back on the line. And the, the sequence of what this guy asked or said was mind boggling to me. She goes, we've contacted your driver. We've given him your contact information. He should be reaching out to you shortly. He's got to check his car first. Uh, he's got to check his, for his car first and then he'll contact you. And I was like, I was like livid at this point. And I'm like, check his car for what? She's like, to make sure the items you claimed you left behind are actually in his car. I was like, lady, all he's got to do is turn his head around. They're sitting on, it's a backpack. It's sitting on the back seat. She's like, sir, I understand you're frustrated. I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like, uh, you know, this isn't your fault. You're just trying to help all good. You know, sorry. And then I immediately got angry again when she goes, the driver also wanted to know where you are, where I am. I'm where he fucking left me. Like he left me outside this bank. I'm standing here. So she is like, he'll contact you shortly. Half an hour goes by. Don't hear from the guy. Call back. Do it all over again. <sighs> this time he calls me 
And again, he's like, where are you? I'm like, dude, I'm outside the bank that you left me. I'm standing here on Chapel Street. Like, okay, I'll be right there. All said and done, it was 90 minutes from when he left to when he came back. And when he came back, he, uh, you know, my backpack was on the front seat of the car. I, I grab it. And he's like, you know, listen, he, he was an older dude. He was apologizing. He said he had an emergency with his wife. You know, could be the truth. Could not be. Who knows? Uh, but uh, I just I said to him, I was like, dude, all you had to do is just run in and tell me you had to leave. And I would have just grabbed my shit and like you could have gone on your way. I would just got another Uber. We would have been all good. So then I had to go up to the dealership, fill all the paperwork out. Uh, oh, shit. So now you were supposed to be at the dealership at nine. Yeah, I got there at like 11. Was he there? Yeah, he was still there, thankfully. Um, and then, you know, they, they kind of breezed me right through there. I was in and out of there in half an hour, but the, the cracks and that started to show yesterday. I got a call from, from him around this time yesterday morning at like 8.30, and he's like, hey, can you send us over a copy? We're missing something from your insurance. Like, you know, can you send us over a copy of it? And I'm like, yep. And then, like, the the uh, credit union that I financed it through, like, you have to ch- – I had to change my insurance coverage because they require certain things and the whole fucking to-do. But anyways, I got the car, and it's, it's you know, it's great on gas, which is nice and, you know – heated seats i've never had heated seats before and i got a warranty to 150,000 miles which is nice so you know this is doing my thing baby fuck yeah there you go how was your well, week benny how was the wedding it was good man it was really good um down in the keys uh the wedding was in key largo and then we were hey. at my pardon montego oh yeah baby why don't baby, we go baby, why don't we go Bahama. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, great tune. Um, it's uh, Kokomo by uh, fuck. I don't know who sings it. Are you serious? Who is it? The Beach Boys, bro. Oh, it is the Beach Boys? Yeah. Oh, that's stupid of me. Um, well. So it was down in Key Largo. I know I completely was trying to like think of uh <laughs> um and then my aunt and uncle had a place in Isla Morada and they had a boat, a twenty-four foot Grady White they rented center console. So we went fishing a couple of days. Um well two mornings Sweet. we went fishing, went tubing on the uh on the I guess the north side, the bay side. That was fun snorkeled around the water was clear so the wedding was cool it was, you know it was awesome it was like right on a little beach um like on a, a pier then the whatever no dance floor just the beach sand to dance Love on that. so um calves were barking the uh the next day but uh aside from that it was uh it was awesome man like i've been to the keys before and the keys are sweet but you need to be you need to be on a boat in the keys like if you didn't go on a boat and were just like cruising around going to different spots it, it's like you know oh like just like there's nothing like really pretty about the water if you run a mile off the shore to a little island or whatever you know the water is it's like 
it becomes that like mouthwashy clear yeah. blue it's like um it's awesome so i i had kind of like written the keys off in my mind but i didn't i didn't spend enough time on a boat clearly because yeah that seems seems like one of those places where you got to be able to cruise around island to island like if you just if you just go and stay on like one of the main islands and you're just there the whole time like it feels like you kind of don't get the full experience and- you know, each each morning we had to run out. Um, I mean, you could run. Let's see. Now, now my orientation is all messed up. But so we're on the on the north side of the island. Mm-hmm. So you'd either run east or west you know, a few miles to get out through a bridge to get, you know, down south. Yeah. Um, so, like, we were cruising through these mangroves and it was like, I mean, I can tell you how many, like, every 10 seconds there was this fly guide ripping oh, through God. on, like, a flats boat, you know, with their, their fly fishing, yeah. you know, uh, ho- hoodie on with yeah. the buff. And they're just fucking murking. And like, you know, we had like probably 20 inches, 20 inches of draft in our boat. So, you know, we were just putting through, like, you know, just idling through. And these guys with these big ass fucking, I mean, there'd be like a 300 outboard on this like little tiny, like flat style boat and just come fucking romping by you. And, and it's only like, you know, 20 feet wide in some spots it's just like i'm like fuck i could get used to that like <laughs> running around just oh yeah i gotta run i gotta run out to the flats see if there's any tarpon if i see one i'm gonna throw off my fly at it if not i'm just gonna head home or, or you know whatever just like that lifestyle to me um yeah, looked pretty, looked pretty, pretty fun pretty dope a little, especially be like a tarpon on the fly would be a fucking that would be a battle it was also hilarious to see, like, I'm ripping through these mangroves. We're on a Grady White. There's all these, like, I mean, the boat was not any, like, any bit nice. Like, it was a rental boat, you yeah. know. I mean, an expensive rental boat, but still, it was a rental boat. And all these fucking guys are just ripping by on these sick, like, center consoles, like, sweet boats. And then I'm thinking back to when I'm ripping through the mangroves in fucking Nicaragua yeah. on this like 20 something foot panga tiller steer. Okay. Mm. And these motherfuckers would just outdrive like it to just see the difference in like, you know, money versus, you know, no third world. It, it's, it's kind of, it, it's neat just because of how recent, I was, you know, we were there just yeah. to like to see the, the flip flop, but um, I'd put up any any Nicaraguan on a tiller steer boat against any captain here and tell him to send it through some mangroves. And I mean, dude, that dude was whipping down there. Like he would just, you know, it's like, and he's he's way in the back of the boat, like so he's got to basically have like the the channel map like memorized. He can't yeah. even see the the boats out, the bows way up in the front. Yep. Um, but either way, it just was it was cool. I mean, 
It was a good time. So yeah, they well listen. Ben, shout when, out when you shout out when. I was, go ahead. I was gonna say shout out. I was gonna say shout out Wednesday weddings because we would have never ever ever gone to the Keys if my cousin didn't have a, a wedding on Wednesdays. <laughs> um, but, I mean, hey, that's a good way to break up a week, right? You know, <laughs> wedding on Wednesday, back to work on Thursday. Um, those yeah, well, those, dude, those dudes that like make something out of nothing that have those like cheap little boats and stuff. I mean, they got no choice. They got to be like just pure professionals they got no choice whatsoever um the uh i got one i got one other thing uh to mention this week and i'm only i'm only putting this information out there because it's uh it's relevant to some of our listeners so as the path to grandmaster continues uh i was talking to dane good friend of the pod uh and, you know, we've been going back and forth because he, he plays a lot of chess too. And so he texted me on Thursday and he's like, there's this YouTube content creator. He's an international master, uh, Gotham chess who, you know, whatever he's like, is that like below grandmaster international masters? One, one step below grandmaster. Um, but he, you know, he's super knowledgeable. Also, yep. Sorry. What's the criteria for Grandmaster? Uh, your rating has to be above a certain amount. You have to win like a certain amount of matches against, I think, here, let's just read. All right. Uh, so you have to earn a 2,500 FIDE rating. Uh, is that, I, I don't know, is that it? What does that Maybe mean? That's a specific ELO rating. So like... You, everybody, like if you play chess on, say, like chess.com, which I think is probably the most popular, um, uh, probably the most popular chess like website slash app or whatever, um, you, you start with a rating. So your rating when you start, depending on what it's like your score, so to speak, your like level. So you start, I think, with like a 400 rating is where you start. And so from there, when you win games, your rating goes up. When you lose games, your rating goes down. So you have to win a ton of games. So to get to 2,500 would take a long fucking time. Can I um, ask what you're at right now? Yeah. Would you like to report that to the I'm audience? like, I think I'm like low 600s right now. I would, the highest I ever got was, here, I'll tell you. And this is not me rationalizing or complaining or anything like that. The highest I ever got was 718, but the, uh, I play almost exclusively people that are significantly higher rated than I am. Like Dan, our friend from the wedding, shout out Dan, the, uh, he was a 946 when I beat him the first time and stuff. So like, it's difficult. So he's dropped back down to a 718 now. No, Dan's like a 918 <laughs> or something like that. But like, so, and then there's different, there's different modes right that so there's daily that's the daily rating where you have a day to you know you can have up to 14 days to make a move uh there's blitz chess which is you know really really quick games dane plays uh i think five minute rapid games so you have five minutes total to make all your moves um which is obviously a lot harder because you have to be faster and and, and anything and all that stuff so dane i think is rated like 
in the 800s for rapid chess, which is good. Like it's, that's hard. I've been playing a little bit more rapid lately and get my rating up there. But so anyway, so you got to get to 2,500. Which All is- right. So my next question is, you still haven't even finished your story, but now, now you've got me on. Go this. ahead, buddy. What about in the old days? How the fuck did you become grandmaster? Well, so like you had to play in tournaments. You had to go like and play in sanctioned tournaments, and then you had to keep track of your scores and who won. And you know, so the rating system. I don't know how. Let's see how long the rating system's been around. Um, the rating system's been around for a while. Uh, Elo rating system. Uh, 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 mm, let's see. The rating system has been around since uh, the United States active level chess player, active participant since founding. So, sometime in like the 1940s. No, 19. So, 1960 right. was adopted. But so they keep track, they still kept track of scores. It was just different. Um, but this is the one that's used most commonly now. Um, I don't know when Grandmaster even became like, like a thing. When did... Well, I have no further questions, Your Honor. So um, <laughs> you can tell your story. I forget what you're saying. <laughs> Thanks. So, so Dane texted me on Thursday. Uh, what? Jesus. All right, I'll look this up and report back next week because it's not yeah, yeah, clear. Yeah. It's bad so, radio. Bad radio. So uh, Dane texted me on Thursday. This this guy, we we both kind of watch his YouTube videos, Gotham Chess, who, you know, seems knowledgeable, has great videos, like great learning videos. Um, he offers uh, courses, like on like video courses on his website. And so like they, he has like an, you know, beginner course and an intermediate course, an advanced course, sure. a course on openings. Four easy payments of twenty nine ninety nine. No, not even. Can become a not no. even. No, yeah, less, way less than that. You could become a grandmaster for like nothing. Um, so <laughs> can you buy your rating? And just <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, I would just do that. I'd just sell my car back to the dealership and just like, <laughs> why? Hey, what's going on? Why are you giving this back? Well, actually, I just really want to be a grandmaster in chess by the end of the week. Um, so he texts me and he's like, "Hey, I just bought." Uh, one of the courses or two of the courses, they were bundled together and they're 33% off right now. So when I'm done, like you can just have the login information and, and, you know, watch the courses. I'm like, all right, cool. And I was like, you know what, why don't I just buy one of the other like bundles and then we'll just swap at the end. So then I bought one too. It's like 65 bucks. And uh, so I, I actually haven't even started it yet. I'll probably start before I have to go to my family's house later, but uh so the path, I then the reason I bring this up is because I want full disclosure for Dan and Jill who listen and I still play with, and you know, a couple other people I think that listen that I play with. So if I start I, getting better, can I'm I say something cheating. right now? Yeah, go ahead. The best thing that you ever, ever, ever did for your chess career, yeah, w- was brought it up on the podcast because. Yeah. I don't know if you know anything about this podcast. Everything about this podcast shit just comes to fruition and it, you know, yeah. it man- manifests itself into reality. So, I mean, fucking grab that net and catch that beautiful butterfly because it's fucking grandmaster season. 
Benny, when the oh. NFL when the NFL inevitably sues us for our use of Sunday conversation, which I think people forget is is trademarked by the NFL, uh, you know, we'll just turn this into the manifestation conversation. You know, we just got our backup. We thing might want to grab. Yeah, we'll grab the I, IP we may have right just now. Fucked ourselves, yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> um, it's either going to be them or Barstool because that Sunday conversation is blowing up too. So we're just kind of like you know. I want actually. I haven't looked at the metrics in a long time. I wonder if we've picked up any like any kind of like stray listeners from people that like went looking for the Sunday conversation, the barstool thing that Caleb Presley does, and and stumbled onto our podcast. Um, maybe they may think you know you or I are you know maybe him. Who knows? Collectively, yeah, we're collectively um, him. Hasbula is on. Uh, let's yeah. let's. Uh, Let's patch him in. What's up, Hasbula? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But hey, let's uh, let's try and wrap this up. We got some stuff to do today. Uh, what what do you got going on? What's your Easter look like? Low key, nice. Low key, no nothing really major. Um, the best. Did I? Yeah, I don't know. Did I talk about? Did I tell? Did I talk about? like samantha was in town last no. week no oh well i become a blue crab fisherman in the canal yes and and we caught a bunch of blue crabs and we cooked and ate those um i can talk more about that you know next week because uh it's my it's my thing right now i'm just yeah. i just got fish traps in the water so then you know what's funny about that did, well, I don't, trap, did you did you read the cut no, that, that is funny. Did you, uh, you didn't happen to read the description from last week's episode, did you? I didn't actually. All right. So the description of last week's episode I put on iTunes said, remind me to have Ben talk about his fish traps next week. And I didn't even have to do it. So <laughs> manifestation, baby. <laughs> I was like, I know you so well that it was just going to get brought up organically. I didn't even have to, uh, but yeah, we could talk about that next week. That's great, man. I love, I love that you got all these little hobbies. Yeah, well, um, maybe it'll be good because I'll have uh, I'll have a lot more to talk about. Let's hopefully that this uh, this week brings us an abundance, an abundant catch. Yeah. That's what we're going for. Okay, love it. Um, all right, buddy. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. Let's let people get get on with their days, and you and I will do the same. Uh, great job today. Great chat. I love you, Ben. Love you, bro.